Hello, this is Grant Francis, and thank you for joining me. A new book is about to be released by um, someone you, you, you're going to know, Pete Staples, previously the bass guitarist of the Trogs, has written Andover, a musical history. Now, you might not always equate Andover with a musical history, but there is a huge amount of music that came out of Andover. And joining me on the phone is the man himself, Pete Staples. Now, this isn't your first book, is it? Your your first book was your autobiography, um, Wild Thing, A Rocky Road. Was it a rocky road? Well, it, it, it didn't start off as a rocky road, but uh, it ended up as a rocky road because, um, you know, we had all the hits, you know, Wild Thing, Lovers All Around with a Girl Like You, um, towards in America, you know, we you know we were quite a big band, uh, but then I, I got married, and um, when I come back off my honeymoon, um, I was told I was no longer required in the band, so uh, I, I was kicked out, and you know, uh, and that's the rocky part of uh, the rocky road for me. Where did you go after the drugs? You know, I was so uh, you know disenchanted with it because. Um, you imagine if you had a number one in America, you thought you'd be set up for life. But um, we didn't get any money, so I was really fed up being kicked out, not getting any money for that record. So I thought, oh, I don't want anything to do with this music like anymore. And I went back into my old trade, which was an electrician, and that's what I've done ever since. It's good honest work for good honest pay, because of course, um, there's a there's a famous story that. Uh, that uh, Reg heard Wild Thing on the radio while he was on a building site, and then that was it, he was gone. Well, yeah, yeah, we we, we recorded Wild Thing, and um, I was actually an electrician working um, at Enum Industries in, in, in uh, Andover, and uh, I think um, we were at number eight when I heard on the radio, and they said, here we are at number eight, it's the Trogs with Wild Thing, and I thought, you know, what are we doing at work? You know, we, we shouldn't be at work, you know. Because we dreamt of actually getting in the charts, but to get to number eight. And so we rang up Larry Page, I think that night, and said, you know, should we pack our jobs in? So he said, yes. So I told my boss, I'm not coming in anymore. And I think Reg threw all his, he's a bricklayer, and he threw his trowel and all that down. And he said, the lads, he said, yeah, lads, he said, I'm off. You can have my tools. And that was it. And and uh, Reg didn't look back. Uh, but of course, you have been looking back recently at the music industry in Andover and across Hampshire uh, with your new book, Andover, A Musical History. How did this come about? Well, um, I was asked to, to uh, write an article for the Andover History and Archaeological Society uh, about the Copper Kettle. Now, the Copper Kettle in Andover... It was a, a tea room downstairs, and upstairs was a, like a, a conference room uh, upstairs. But they also had dancers up there, and um, that's where the trogs started. There, the the original trogs, uh, that's where they started. Uh, so I thought, well, I've got to write this article about the trogs and the copper kettle. I thought, well, there were other groups in Andover at the time, um, and also loads of other venues. So I decided that I'd write a, a little booklet on Andover groups around that period and also the venues. So I put a little note in the, uh, on the internet saying uh, I'm looking for information about that period. And people said, uh, well, somebody said to me, well, 
oh, why just the 60s? I thought, oh, you say, because there are other groups that have, you know, played in the 60s and gone on to the 70s, maybe in other bands. So I thought, oh, yeah, so I, I thought, well, I'll do the 70s. But when I come to the 70s, I found that some people have actually gone on to the 80s as well. And then somebody said, well, a friend of mine was in a dance band, and somebody said, my friend, you know, used to sing uh, with a dance band, and we were in a skiffle group. So I then decided I would have to do the whole caboose. So I went right the way back to the late 1800s, um, and got information about all the bands, brass bands and all that, right the way up until, you know, the present day. So we've gone from about 1880-something right the way up to the present day, which includes, you know, skiffle, pop, dance bands, choirs, um, operatic society, folk singing, jazz, oh, the whole caboose, really. So it's been a long old project that's taken me 18 months, but very, very enjoyable talking to these people. There's a huge history of music. You say you've gone back to the 1800s. What was music like in the area in the 1800s then? Well, that, that was mainly the old brass bands or the uh, the village bands, that sort of thing. Um, and they usually played at the Fates or um, um, like the Salvation Army. I think the, the Salvation Army was the earliest one. That I went back to, and they, um, of course, they they used to play outside um, the Guild Hall, and they used to march around. They used to do fates and um, Christmas, play Christmas carols, and so it was very interesting, you know, to um, to do all the research on, on these things. But of course, then you go right the way up to the, the period that maybe people might be interested in is the the people who actually made it you know quite big time in Andover that you might never have heard of um there's a chap named Paul Newton who comes from born in Andover had many bands in Andover he went on to play with um Uriah Heep and he stayed with them through all their hits and there was another chap born in Andover Peter Bartholomew um, he played in the Overlanders, and they did um, Michelle, the old Beatles number, Michelle, Marbelle. They got to number one. Um, then there's um, Brendan Dunning. He had a hit. Um, he got to number 14. He stayed there 14, about five weeks, I think, in the charts. Um, and then, of course, there was a chap named Dave Glover. He's a bass player. I actually took over his job in a group in Andover years ago, but he went on to play um, bass guitar on Alton John's first two albums. So you know, there's a lot of um, people in Andover there that um, there is a big know, history of people that have come through and you know made it quite big uh, in some of these these huge names. But the book itself is not just about the the people that have had chart success. It's about the small bands that used to go and entertain people at the Copper Kettle, at the working men's clubs, in Boscombe, in Tidworth, in all of these places across Hampshire and Wiltshire. Um, you know, bands like Naughty Bucket, Crystal Clear, um, some of those smaller bands that did the covers, but with just as much enthusiasm. 
Oh yes, yeah. There's there's loads and loads of those there. Of course, I I didn't know about any of these smaller. I call them smaller bands. I don't like to call them that, but the bands that I didn't know about because I moved uh, away from Andover and to Basin's though. That's where I live now. But to actually going round um, and getting information about these uh, all these bands. Um, it's been absolutely terrific. It really has. Talking to these, they're so eager or, or so pleased to get their names in a book, uh, you know, with all these other people. Of course, they they, had, they just wish they'd got on and made a hit record and all that. But I guess it's is, like a bit of a club, isn't it? All of the bands of the past, um, every, they all knew each other. They all worked together. They all promoted each other's music and, you know, and performances. And it's nice to relive some of those memories of, of what it used to be like? Because I guess it's it's quite different now. Well, I don't actually know what the scene is so much nowadays, but um, um, but the, 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 all those names that, uh, that that you just mentioned, they're, they're all in the book, and they tell a fantastic story. There's, there's one story of one group. Um, I think they might have been punk band. I'm not quite sure. We had actually had punk bands in Andover, believe it or not. They come down from London, you know, with the overspill and all that. So uh, there was punk bands there. And um, some of them um, used to record their own stuff in somebody's house, their own cassettes they were, little cassettes they used to, and get the sleeves and draw their, their own sleeves out and print them and then sell them to their mates, you know, which... Uh, it's absolutely brilliant. I love all that stuff. There's, there's must be some really interesting and funny stories uh, in the book about stuff that bands got up to, and uh, the, the scene that you know the, you didn't go to a nightclub and have a DJ playing records at you in the sixties and the seventies. It was all about live music. And live music's all about people. So there must be some, you know, brilliant stories that you've you've uncovered. Oh yeah, all, all groups have got got this. This is the marvelous thing with talking to these people. They're all so eager to tell you their stories. You know, the, the, the one that comes to mind is one chap who told me that um, you know they, they played at a nudist camp. You know, I'd never played at a nudist camp, but he played at a nudist camp. Of course, they they played with all their clothes on, but all, the whole audience was and he knew this, you know. So uh, there's those sort of story. There's stories like that. There's another one um, that somebody who was a drummer, and in, in the last war, he, he went to France and he took his drums over there. He was a, a, a driver mechanic, and then he, he played drums of an evening to to the soldiers and all that. And he came back to. Um, this country after the war, but he couldn't bring his. He was so upset because he couldn't bring his drums back home with him. So all these lovely, lovely stories I get. Now the book itself is released this weekend. You've got a special launch event for it. Tell me about that. Yeah, we got um, a special launch date, um, which is this coming Saturday, the twenty seventh. It's at the Salvation Army Hall in Andover in Winchester Road. And of course, all the people that I mentioned that actually made it quite big in Andover, you know, like the Trogs, Uriah Heap, and all, all, all those people, they're all going to be there. And also, the people that just played their their, their music in Andover, they're all going to be there. You know, I'm, I'm so pleased that they're all going to be there. 
maybe this might be the last time we'll get an occasion like there like this when all these people can meet together and have a good chat and talk about the old days and have a bit of a laugh so and this is what it's all about really them getting together and having a good old chat about the old days that's often the way, isn't it? Well, Pete, thanks. It's been so nice to have you uh, on the radio today. And if you'd like to get your very own copy of the book, and uh, Pete, will you, will you sign it as well for anyone? Yep, yep, yes. Yeah, of course I will, yeah. <laughs> Go to pete staples.co.uk. That's pete staples.co.uk.